Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. I figured I'd shake it up. I was whistling while it was playing and do 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 do. What was the, with Star Wars? Why Star Wars? I don't know why it was Star Wars. I was trying to do the song, but I got caught up because of the yeah. Because so. I didn't Friday. ship the thing. Set, set low expectations. You will never be unmet. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm well. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, excited about Friday. I couldn't even find a uh, collared shirt this morning. I just said, you know what? It's cold where I am, and I'm just going to go the hoodie style. That's fine. my homage to Mark Zuckerberg. There you go. I like it. <laughs> Not everyone will like it. Facebook might like it. The fact that we are do broadcast this on Facebook. <laughs> I was going to say we're playing to we're playing to the home team. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they have like a, an alert. Like anytime Mark Zuckerberg gets said or typed that alerts go off at Facebook. Headquarters. We are not helping ourselves to have this discussion. There's nothing good that comes from it. I just think it's interesting to know what to expect if you put in Mark Zuckerberg's name in his. Hey, did you see last night a member of Congress, um, Kevin McCarthy, a House member, the House Speaker, spoke for over eight hours? I, I didn't catch all of it. I caught sort of the end of it. I, I, it's, I forget what that's. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, well, they normally called a filibuster, but yes. there was a in in the house. They don't have a filibuster, but they have what they call the magic minute, where the speakers can speak for as long as they want, and it just counts as minute because normally you can only speak for a minute. Right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but uh, eight and a half hours is nonstop talking is something. I think I could do it if I had to. Maybe that's what. Maybe we could do a fundraising marathon, Tom. On um, and talk for eight hours. Yeah, I think I'd be up for that. We could raise money for a good cause, you know. We could do every episode from episode one, every topic, and go through it. <laughs> There's got to be eight hours worth of content, right? Our, our today's antidote highlight reel. Just Correct. the one thing right through. <laughs> we'll just do every one thing and we'll go through it. No, I think that's an interesting, one of my favorite shows of all time was The West Wing. Oh, and yeah. There was an episode about that where a guy yes. stood up and, um, and really, and they were like trying to figure out how to help him. You know, at first it was like, what is this guy doing? And then they kind of realized some of his backstory and, and it was really kind of a powerful moment. And then the White House tried to figure out how to really help him keep going when it was clear that he was struggling, which eight hours, you, you've got to do a lot of preparation to, to be able to stand, not have to do anything else for eight hours. I was going to say, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, sometimes probably people think listening to this, it's eight hours and they're like, oh my gosh. How they, do they do that? <laughs> right. They must need a bathroom break. And uh, <laughs> that's what they're praying for. Sure. So dumb. Let's rock and roll and get into the show. Excellent. 
Welcome, everyone, to today's antidote, our daily pod and broadcast, where we try to provide a conversation around a topic, and then typically we offer our one thing. Yet today is Friday, and something we have done for probably six months now is we share, used to be weekly wrap-up, and now it's our discoveries of the week. So at the end of the, throughout the show, we'll share some of the things that we've discovered as we talked about expectations through the week. So if you have thoughts about that and you are watching this live on Facebook or on YouTube or on Twitter, please feel free to put in some comments and share your discoveries of the week, what you learned about expectations. If you are listening to the podcast, uh, you can always come to our Ring of Renegades Facebook group and share your thoughts there. We would also love it that if you are listening to the podcast that you share it with others and rate the show so that we can get the word out to more people. You don't want to rate us five stars today? Sorry, I checked out for a second. The heat's on, it's really loud. Um, five stars, please, people, five stars. You know, sometimes I do try to tee you up fairly easily, and usually I, you hit it out of the park. That I'm one. distracted by That's the heat. Okay. All right. I, the, the heat came on, and I was like, I wonder if they can hear that, and then I couldn't hear you, and I had to raise the volume, and raise the volume, you know. Oh. Pump it up a little <laughs> to appeal What's to our crowd. <laughs> All right. So we are going to on you. <laughs> yes. Before we dive into our conversation and our discoveries for the week, we always start the show by celebrating. What are you celebrating today, Bob? I'm celebrating a beautiful morning. Where I am, I am looking out at some water and it is just breathtaking. It's a little nippy, but it's gorgeous. And I, unfortunately, yesterday, my mother went out to the beach. She was visiting me and she said, you need to stop work and go out to the beach or do your calls, that talking stuff, whatever at the beach. I never got there yesterday. So today I'm, I'm lamenting the fact that I did not get to go to the beach, but today it looks gorgeous out. I am, I have a light schedule, which normally causes me great angst. Today, not so much. So I'm actually hoping that at some point today I might go run or I might go for a walk or just go stand at the beach and watch the waves crash. Nice. I like that. How about you? Uh, so I'm celebrating. I think as people know, sometimes I've shared, especially in the last few weeks, I've shared how much I get to present uh, to groups or to individuals. And today, this all, all week I've been going through this workshop to become a certified standard of excellence trainer. Um in terms of nonprofit work. And so part of this process is that we all get to do a presentation or we get to do a coaching session around one of the standards. And so I get to do a coaching session with someone around a topic around fundraising. Some, did you the, choose that option or did they choose it for you? Uh, we got to choose which we would be willing to do. And I said, I, was said willing to do, I said both. And I, I, I would imagine most people... Um, would rather do a presentation uh, than try to coach someone through a challenge. Yeah, this is what we do a lot of. So it was, it's, I was kind of excited to get one that I could coach for and, and knew that, that I would have to know, I'd have to look at the standard just to make sure that I was sharing some of the right information, the correct information, sorry. And, Best. and at the same time knew that it was just going to be a lot about asking questions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I really like to do. So I'm excited about the opportunity to do that today in front of our group of, I think they have them separated into two groups. So I think there's about 16 of us 
in oh, our cool. breakout room. Nice. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Thanks. So what is the nation celebrating today, Bob? It's National Play Monopoly Day. Really? And I don't know if you were a, play, a Monopoly player, but if you think about Monopoly, it really does dovetail with what we talk about. Because when you play Monopoly, you have to think like a business owner. Do I want to pay rent? Do I want to buy this? Do I want to put, you know, get all the houses on the corner so that you can't miss me? Or do I want to diversify and go in different directions? Do I want to put hotels? There are a lot of business fundamentals embedded in Monopoly that as a child, I don't think we're thinking about them. You know, it's always great to get that $200 because, you know, when you're a little kid, $200 seems like a lot of money. Sure. Actually, now it seems like a lot of money, but just getting that opportunity to be exposed to some of the business concepts is really probably more formative for kids than I think we realize. I know for me, it was it was just fun to to get the money and money and just bankrupt someone. And I think it was a real subtle way to really start thinking about the value of money and the choices we have with it. Sure. Well, and you sometimes you would get a card where you'd have to pay a tax. Yep. You know, and so I think those were other things to learn is that the money, you know, you don't just get money and then get to do whatever you want to with it. There are there are other things that come along with it. The other thing I like about it that I don't think people ever think about is just like business, we don't control everything. Oh. You roll the dice, right? You know, you're yep. standing on you're standing five spaces away from boardwalk and someone else has it with a hotel and you're rolling the dice. You have no control over, I mean, I guess some people say they can control dice, but I'm not sure I believe that. You roll the dice and see what happens. And if you land on boardwalk, you've got $2,000 that you have to pay with a hotel before you get your $200 to go past. Right. And, and I think so often that's a good, that's a, I think, unintended lesson mm -hmm. that we don't always control the results that we are going to get. We can do everything we can to try to put ourselves in a position. And yet the roll of the dice will determine whether we roll a six and end up on go or roll a five and end up on boardwalk and then potentially go bankrupt. So you've been listening to our latest episode of Dissecting Monopoly, the inner game with Tom Brush and Bob Graham. If you'd like to get our new book, Monopoly, it's all about getting a free out of jail card. You can order it online. Fair enough. That was a joke, people. <laughs> There'd be more people ordering that book than concept. my book. <laughs> yeah, your book? You mean? I, I queued you up. This there book, it is. The Renegade, Renegade Way? Way? Yes, you can get that. Just go to uh, the Renegade, Renegade Success Network.com. Actually, I was going to tell you, Tom, I looked for it the other day. I can't find it. You can't find it on our page? Where's in the page? We got to work on that. We must have taken down the sidebar that offered that. Um, good end of the year, good time to probably review the website for you, for us and others to consider. I'll work on that today in my spare time. I didn't say it had to be today. I just said end of the okay. year. It's a good time. It, probably a good thing for everyone to do every couple months. Correct. So, right. Tom, we're talking about expectations. We've talked about realistic ones, unrealistic ones, ones we have based on our own expectations, others' expectations. And now we get to that point at the end of the week where we think about it and say, what did I discover over the week? Do you have something you discovered or would you like me to go first? You can go first if you'd like. I have something, but 
Go ahead. Okay. I think my discovery that I didn't even imagine could possibly have come out of this is so many of the expectations that I set or I set in conjunction with a client are unrealistic because they're best case. They are, you know, uh, Tom, I'm going to review the website today. I got other things I want to do. I got a list of things to do. And then I just said that. And it's like, you didn't say it needed to be done today. I didn't say it needed to be done today. But now here I am imposing that on myself. And I do that a lot. And I think it forces me to do more things than are reasonable in a day, which often leads to frustration or a long day. And at the end, I'm like, you know, the only person who caused this is you, me, not, not anyone else. And I think throughout the whole week, I've really been analyzing how I set expectations for myself and where they diverge from reality. And I'm starting to think that if I find this mythical person that's more realistic and say, if he were my employee and I assigned him the task, hey, Bob, the employee, you need to review the website. When can you fit this in? Well, I can get to it sometime next week. I'll have it to you by next Friday at 5 p.m. Oh, Bob, the employee, that's awesome. I can't wait to see what you find. That would be a more realistic portrayal of it than I can do when I impose my thing. Because as you said yesterday, we want to please people and we want to do sure. something to get, you know, and also I think sometimes I'm just like, well, I just want to get that done. I don't want the website project hanging over my head for the next seven days. It's easier just to work late today or sidestep a personal thing like going for a walk on the beach or hike or whatever to get it done because then it's off the plate. And I see with some of my clients that tug of war of, I hate to see things pile up and I hate, I hate for someone to be waiting for me to get something done. And they'd rather, okay, it's off my plate. You take however long you want. It's not my problem anymore. Saying uh, that makes sense? Sure. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. I mean, I think it's it's an, in, an interesting topic. And I think where I was thinking about with it is it goes back to realistic and unrealistic. Or I guess that's one of the thoughts I had is we really don't understand what's realistic or unrealistic until we break down what's real. If we dive into what is the knowledge, experience, or perspective that we have and that someone else has, and what the and that leads to determining what the expectations might be, I believe. Because if we can set an expectation, say I need it Friday, the only way we can determine whether that's realistic or unrealistic is to better understand and communicate with the person who we are having that conversation with. And they take a realistic, take a real look, take a look at what is real for them so that they can truly sit down and make a decision about, okay, this is when I think we can get it done. You know, and I think we talked about, you know, the opportunity to give ranges, you know, like if everything goes well, I think we could have this done in a week. And I also know this could pop up, this could pop up, this could pop up. And that might mean it might delay us to take two and a half weeks. And I think sometimes we just want to give people a definitive answer, which sets their expectations rather than share with them what is real. Here is what's going on. 
you know, is that this is this is what if in the best case scenario I can have it at this point. I also know best case scenario happens about 20% of the time. Right. So the if you're lucky. If you're lucky, you know, and, and probably it does work out, you know, that you are able to complete things that you um, in the time frame that you thought you would get them done or to a level that you would want them to be done. And at the same time, it's there's things that can happen. Just like rolling the dice in Monopoly, things can happen that are out of your control that can completely alter your ability to do that. And I think it's one of the things of um, good communication, which I think is a lot of this, is to share when, you know, not to leave people in the dark, right? to know that, well, I told them that it might be a week or it might be two and a half weeks. So realistically, I believe I have at least two and a half weeks to get it done. Do we know that? Is that clear with the person? And so I think once we discover that there may be outside influences that we can't control that interfere with that to communicate that to the person who is as far as they know thinking best case and they haven't heard anything best case scenario is going to happen i'm going to have this in a week and i think it's that communication of understanding what is real for each person and communicating that as it changes so that and as we know, what's real for everyone changes every minute because they are influenced by something, maybe a lot, maybe a little, outside of their control. So I think that was sort of the things that came to mind with me is that it's so much of this is about communication and being willing to share what's real for each of us. You know, again, if I said to someone, hey, you know, in best case scenario, it'll be a week. And I know that there's some things that might pop up might be two and a half. And the person doesn't then share back to me like, I really need this in 15 days right? Be, for this reason. This is what is real for me is Our I board someone else. That day and I need to take it to the board. Oh, Correct. okay. That right. makes sense. Now I see what you're looking for. And now I have a chance to readjust my priorities to determine, right. okay, can I accommodate that? So it's really that marriage of interest, right? I think so often we set expectations unilaterally or, or we perceive what the other person, we think what we think, oh, they don't care. You know, their budget's not due till April. I'm not going to worry about it. But then they tell you, uh, it's really bad that you came in at March with this because we actually had a meeting on it in January. And if I could have had it January 15th, it would have been signed, sealed, and delivered because we have an early budget process that just, it, it, I didn't know. Correct. I, I wish you had told me that. And it's like, well, I thought you knew how our system worked. I don't. Yeah. And I, I just think that it's, it's one of those things that can easily create challenges. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we choose not to address them. Rather than saying up front, hey, this is what's going on. And and I understand, look, look, I know it's going to be two and a half weeks. We got this backed up, this backed up, this backed up. I, As much as I would like to make your work a priority, I can't. I've already prioritized these other things. And then we just have to, in some ways, it's probably better for us overall to share that with someone rather than to try to do it and not achieve their desired results 
even though they had come out in front and said they needed it by this date. Because now all you're doing is hurting your reputation in and what it is. And I think, you know, like and probably not doing your best work. Yeah. And I think we always like we've talked about before. It's typical to underestimate how long it's going to take because we don't think of those things out of our control. Right. You know, you talked about how, how much you like to write and writing a press release is easy. Well, that's easy unless a family member calls and says, I have an emergency. Right. Okay. Well, that 30 minutes just went out the window because now I have, this is the priority. Or the person I'm using for information is not available. Correct. And that's out of my control. And that wasn't in the discussion. Like, you know, assuming I can have a 15 minute call with this person on Tuesday, I could have it to you by Thursday. I don't typically say that. I would be like, I'll have it to you Wednesday morning. And then Tuesday, I'm caught because this person was at a day-long training session. Correct. Not, They're not available. Not my fault. But now I've taken on that responsibility because I've said I'm going to be a miracle worker and deliver it on Wednesday. And I think that's, you know, part of it is that we just, we want to please. We want to get it done and get it right. And we forget how few things we truly control and how many things can pop up that are absolutely out of our control that will have huge impact on our ability to do what we thought we could do. And we're afraid we'll lose the opportunity, the client, the sure. money, you know, all those real things, just like when you roll the dice and you have to go to boardwalk and there's a hotel and it's like, I only have $1,800. Yep. You just lost. Correct. Now, or you got to sell I don't, I don't want to go to Boardwalk. No. <laughs> Sorry, the dice. <laughs> Unless you own it. <laughs> then that's a good thing. That's it. So I think we've probably given people more about expectations and monopoly than they could possibly imagine to get one week. Who's it's fun? been a good week, though. It's been a very good week. I think it's a good it's it's a good conversation to have, not only for business, but I think also personal. You know, what are when where are we also doing that outside of our workday that has implications on what's happening? So with no that, <laughs> it's true for all of us, I would imagine. It might be real for all of us, might not be true. So everyone, thanks so much for being with us this week. We appreciate you joining us again for another great week of today's antidote. And we hope that we will see you next week or we'll see you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. And here's one of the things that I'll share. Uh, is that, you know, expectations are a lot because we're not looking forward. We're not looking ahead to what do we have on our plate and how can we best be prepared to fulfill and, and provide information that allows people to set expectations. And I think that if that's something that you are struggling with or this whole conversation really resonated with you, our six-week program, and Success the Renegade Way, will help address a lot of those things. I've found that as I've gone through it, it has helped me be more clear about what do I have going on that's going to impact. And that's the things that I know. It doesn't even include the things that I can't control and don't know that are going to pop up. And so this program will help walk you through a process, our renegade way, to help you find greater clarity, awareness, and I think allow you to set more realistic expectations and figure out how to share with others what is real for you so that they can better understand and you can together come up with expectations that will be more realistic. And I believe soon 
we will start our Black Friday sale. Yes. We'll probably roll into Cyber Monday, I would imagine. I think that's a good guess. So, I, I will say, Tom, one of the other members who was going through that program was telling me that it helped her to figure out what she needed to do and when she could best do it. And that's powerful. Absolutely. You can accomplish a lot more and you, uh, I can tell that person doesn't have nearly as much stress in her life because she has that, this is what I'm doing. This is what's on, on plan for today. I'm going to get these couple things done and then I've had a great day. Absolutely. I'm not going to set myself up to be frustrated or overwhelmed or disappointed with what happened. So keep your eye out for that. That sale will, I think, start later today or tomorrow um, where you'll get it at a discounted rate. Bob just froze. No, I just I oh. was crossing my fingers for later today or tomorrow. I thought you froze. I was like, oh, no, I haven't frozen. All right, everyone. Well, thanks so much for being a part of our conversation this week. Please feel free to put any comments you have either in the chat or inside our Ringer Renegades Facebook group. So we hope we'll see you there or we'll see you Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for a Thanksgiving week edition of Today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you and watch out for the go to jail card if you play Monopoly. It's out there. There's also the Go, go past go and go free, free, right? Yeah. Well, that's a good one, too. That's a great one. The, the one I always didn't like was the, uh, like, uh, income tax or whatever, with 10% oh, yeah. or pay 20% income, Pay 10% of, of your money in income tax or something. You're correct. All right, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the Renegade in you.